Oliver Hospitality is a Nashville-based hotel and restaurant management company founded in 2009 on the idea that old and new properties alike could be reworked into engaging and thoughtful spaces. In this episode, I want you to hear Ethan Orley, the managing partner of Oliver Hospitality, talk more about this because this emphasis on the creative and communications elements of hospitality creates a powerful guest experience that I want you to learn from. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. So the company today is myself and my business partner, Philip Welker. We have a property company and we have an operating company. The property company develops properties. And we, at this point, we have six hotels that we currently control. The seventh one we manage as third party. The operating company is led by Chet Abramson. And Chet has around 300 employees under him. We have about a 20-person corporate team ranging from revenue management to accounting to digital marketing, human resources, et cetera, including project management and procurement. And so we're built very similarly to any other hospitality management company. I think with the one exception that differentiates us is that we have the capability of doing a little bit more of our own design work, a little bit of interior design, although we use outside interior design quite a bit. And we also do quite a bit of our own digital marketing. So I think similarly to maybe Bunkhouse or Ace or Standard, et cetera, I think it's really important for us to kind of like Apple, right? We're not just the hardware, we're also the software. And I think it's important for us to kind of just see the entire vision come alive. And so we have that all integrated within our company. Why a focus on digital marketing specifically? What does that allow you to do? I think just like it's important to really have a resounding and impactful physical product when you enter the hotel. I think graphic design, especially in this digital world we live in, we're constantly looking at screens. I mean, that is your first foray into what the property will be, right? It's like, what font are they using? And what kind of feeling does it evoke, right? It's like the packaging on a branded item when you go to the grocery store. It's just before you even open the bag, it's kind of presenting. So I personally, I have a very strong vision for how we want these brands to kind of enter the world and be perceived. And it's not always easy to find others that take that or, and that's not, and there we have great partners, but also to be able to kind of tweak at a moment's notice, right? So when the sales team kind of develops an idea. So a month ago, I'll give you an example. We had a meeting, we're going, gosh, you know, the ski season in Tahoe is going to be variable like all ski seasons in Tahoe are. How come nobody ever does a season pass for hotel rooms, right? And there's a good reason for that because, you know, our rev team wants to maximize and doesn't want to be locked in. But you buy an Epic Pass for 600 bucks at the beginning of the year and use it as often as you want. And it creates a base of business. And so we're like, you know what? Let's just do this. And literally within a week, our graphic design team came up with this little visual. You know, it's like a blue, green, and our green, blue, and black pass. And it was for 10 nights, 15 nights, or 20 nights, starting at 50% off. And we've had so much success with this. It was kind of awesome to see it roll out. And so it's also not just sharing the vision, but also just the speed at which you can kind of iterate on that idea versus having to kind of work outside. 
That's a great example. I would like to talk a little bit about what's beneath all of that, the brand. You said you enter a lot of these projects with a clear vision for the brand or the brands. Walk us through that process of how that begins from the first time you're seeing the property. I think this is one of the reasons why we like kind of the boutique space is because I hate to say it this way because it doesn't sound like I'm a, I'm truly a capitalist at heart, but I really enjoy being captivated by each property we do. My partner and I, I think we love whether it's mid-century modern or 150-year-old, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. As long as we can build a story around it, we like it. And I think I have the most fun just looking at a deal and going, oh my God, this is what we're going to do with it. You live on Pinterest for a week, right? And you start to kind of put your own mood board together. And before I can pass it on to one of our graphic designers, I already have a mood board for them. And of course, they're always way better than I am. So like they take it. I'm like, oh my God, thank God I hired them. But Still, it is the kind of experience I'm seeing up all day, just so excited. And so I think while it's fun to do repeats of past projects, it's even more fun to kind of start fresh. As hard as that is, and it's probably uneconomical that is with my time. So building the storyline is important for us because I think it is enjoyable, but it also, I think, allows us to truly sell the property. And I think people also recognize that we've kind of put a different spin on it. And I think that's what it kind of has allowed us, we think, to kind of stay one step ahead of our peers. Tomorrow, we're going to bring some of these ideas to light by sharing a case study of how Ethan and his teams at Oliver Hospitality created the Lodge at Marconi here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Make sure you're subscribed to Hospitality Daily in your podcast player and on YouTube because I'm going to be sharing some video that I shot on the property when I visited that you won't want to miss. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 